0: Alright, how's it going everyone? Thanks for joining me on a new episode of Best and Worst Track of the Week for the week of July 10th. And uh, thanks for joining me on this weekly segment. If you're new to Best and Worst Track of the Week, all, all this is a weekly show on a podcast where I talk about music. I take all new entries into the Billboard Hot 100, give them all letter grade, and then also take one that's the worst, take one that's the best. That's all it is, so thanks for joining me again this week. And yeah, this I'll get straight to the point. This week is an album bomb from the latest title, The Creator Album, Call Me If You Get Lost. Uh, pretty much all tracks, except maybe one, made it onto the new entry, so uh, we have that to cover on uh, this episode, but uh, I will say I'm not going to go into every track all that thoroughly, mainly because I already reviewed, I already reviewed the album, it's the previous episode right before this, so... I will say if you want to go and check out that review and and not really stick around if you're more interested in the Tyler the Creator stuff, go on that episode um, and listen to the review because I will give more thoughts and you'll leave probably hearing uh, all my ideas about this album and what I think. But if you want to stick around here, you'll pretty much get a Cliff Notes version. If I covered the track thoroughly on the album review, I will just give a few thoughts and letter grade. If I didn't, I will cover it like normal. But anyways, uh, that's what we have pretty much on the plate. We also have a mini album bomb by Doja Cat. A few tracks from her album went in here this week. And then other than that, there's maybe just a couple other artists if you want to stick around. I'm covering that Ed Sheeran, uh, Ed Sheeran's latest single. Also a track by a newer group called Skin, And then also a reggaeton track by uh, Neil Garcia, Jay Bob and Bad Bunny. So yeah, that's kind of what we have here uh, on, the, on this week's episode. But before we get started, I just want to let everyone know. Uh, like I said earlier, new episode of uh, the album review series covered Tyler the Creator's comedy If You Get Lost." Thought this was a pretty decent album. It surprised me. Uh, made me, you know, more familiar with Tyler's discography. Just trying to get a better picture of what he's about, and uh, his covered a bit of thoughts on the previous album too. But nonetheless, yeah, I've left feeling pretty happy that I covered this album. Uh, give it a listen. Also, listen to the review if you have some time. And then also, last week's Best and Worst Track of the Week is still up if you missed it. Uh, it ended up being Tyler the Creator versus Walker Hayes because we did cover Lumberjack uh, on that episode. So yeah, that got Best Track of the Week. And then that terrible Walker Hayes track uh, got Worst Track of the Week because it's about uh, you know a dinner date going to Wendy's. Uh, and stuff like that. Uh, but anyways, we also covered other some other cool tracks. There was uh, Tate McCray and Khalid had one on there. LV Shane is a newer country artist that we covered. A, s- a lot of country on that episode. Uh, we covered Luke Bryan and J- Justin Moore. And then also a uh, DaBaby track on here, his latest single. But anyways, that episode is still up if you're wanting to listen to the episode of Best More Strength of the Week. It's quite short, it's only 13 minutes so if you just want to have something brief to listen to, it's there. For you to listen to but yeah other than that uh this week was i guess i, I kind of procrastinated a bit but i'm not fretting too much about this episode being put out that late because i already covered the title of the creator album and this is mainly what this episode of best words track we comprised of, is comprised of so uh yeah pretty much just kind of knocking out two birds with one stone in a sense at least when i was working on these two episodes um and i guess you know the doja cat stuff will be covered on this episode but uh i I thought this week overall was uh other than the tyler the creator stuff i don't think it's really going to impact the chart all that much i think tyler stuff might stick around for a bit i don't think doja's will other than maybe a track or two especially that one with the weekend um but other than that uh just you know the token reggaeton track thrown in on here Uh, The only one that was a wild card was the main skin track. We'll get into that in a bit. And then the Ed Sheeran thing. um, I think he's always obnoxiously relevant. So I think that is going to stick around for a while. Um, Some highlights this week though. uh, Butter by BTS is still at number one. Again, uh, other than the BTS Army listening to this and buying it, I really don't think this track is all that prevalent right now. Um, I really have never talked to anyone or heard anyone on like social media really give any insight or commentary on this track i know i've heard it tons of times on the radio just being in a car and then of course i guess it's just more culturally relevant because a lot of people i guess connected with it because they thought it sounded like misery business but but other than the BTS Army maybe streaming the hell out of this and buying it, I really don't see how it's uh, it being impactful to the point where it's been number one for, I think, what, six or seven weeks now? Uh, if anything good for you has been much more impactful. Some other highlights, though. A little bit by Nelly in Florida Georgia Line up to 23. This is a head scratcher because the track's terrible. Um, I guess Nashville's really eating it up. Uh, leap Before You Love Me up to 31. Um, by the Jonas Brothers and Marshmello. That was uh, one of our worst tracks of the week. It's kind of doing its thing. It's running out its summer course, and it probably will get higher. That's all I'll say. But Butter, I really can't say that uh, it's really justifying its position. I I, I really don't know what to say. I haven't really heard anyone talk about it in real life or social media other than if you were uh, a BTS Army stan. Uh, I, I really don't know who's really caring about this. But luckily, one of our best tracks of the week uh, by uh, Raul Alejandro, a newer Latin pop artist, still at the up to 32. It seems like it's really kind of having some momentum. I don't know how much upswing it has, but I'm really happy it's kind of making a move. What you know about Love uh, by Pop Smoke is out of the chart after 42 weeks. That was uh, something that clung on. It might actually re. If I had to guess, it might actually go back onto the chart next week, since I don't think we're expecting any more album bomb impact. Uh, Up by Cardi B is out. Uh, I guess that that wasn't as big of a hit as uh, I guess she was hoping for. Uh, My Boy by LV Shane, one of, the, one of the more solid country tracks I've heard in a while, um, out after one week, I guess. Debut track kind of makes sense. Uh, and then a bunch of tracks from that voice project by Lil Durk and Little Baby are out as well. But yeah, those are some highlights. Let's go ahead and get into the bulk of bit. All right, so first track this week is from Call Me If You Get Lost, uh, Tyler's latest album. Like I said earlier, this is an album bomb episode. So I covered this track thoroughly on the album review. The title of the track is called Rise, featuring Daisy World. Uh, I gave it a B, digging the 2000s pop R&B flair to it. Next track, uh, Get Into Ya, at 93, uh, which is by Doja Cat. I will say she sounds like a... Young Thug at points with her ad-libs and vocalizations, I thought that was an interesting influence she was able to approach this track with. Also some similarity to Nicki Minaj at some points, especially when she goes in with a bit more sass. The instrumental is pretty playful and chirpy, uh, especially with the synthy elements. It's not bad, I gave it a B. Next track, Woman by Cat 88 uh, another track that I thought she was playing a lot to her influences uh, especially with the dance hall flavor on that instrumental, it's maybe sounding a little bit Rihanna like. Uh, and yeah, the track goes for like, she kind of goes for that Jamaican accent that I guess other artists like Drake have tried uh, to do as well um, to sell like this ca- uh, Caribbean flair. Uh, it's an interesting concept. I do like the fat, punchy bass providing a lot of texture on this track. I give it a B. Next track, Manifesto, featuring Double Genesis. To cover that on the Tyler Crater uh, album, uh, Give it it a B, digging the psyche and spacey beat on here uh, with a lot of electronic elements. Uh, next track was uh, really interesting. It was uh, Beggin' by Mainskin at 78. I did very little research, but apparently they're from Europe, and I think they won the contest called Eurovision, which is, I guess, kind of like a, a very loosely, like, like a talent, like America's Got Talent, um but anyways um but anyways uh i was not expecting this kind of thing uh it it has like this adult alternative aesthetic it kind of reminds me of that one track by duffy begging you for mercy but with just maybe a swifter tempo um and i don't know i at first i thought maybe this is because of tiktok but no i think it's just big because it won that context and it's kind of making its way towards the united states uh the drumming on this track is great Uh, I dig the grit on the lead singer's voice. I don't know. Maybe I just feel like the sounds a bit dated. Like it would have done better 10 years ago or maybe 15 years ago. I don't know. Uh, but I give it a B. Next track, Run It Up featuring Tizo. Touchdown. This is off Tyler the Creator's album, but did not go over this thoroughly on the album review. Uh, I will say this track reminded me a lot of J. Cole's, especially with Tyler doing a lot of flexing on like this dialogue at the beginning, uh, about being, you know, a badass. Very similar to what J. Cole did on his last album on a certain track. Um, but yeah, the, the track is just a bit unfocused structurally until we get to the obvious hook that uh, is guided by a trap instrumental. Ironically, Tiso sounds a lot like J. Cole on the hook, mainly because it sounds like J. Cole wrote this track. Also, the sample chanting sounds pretty similar to something J. Cole would do, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know why this track was on the album, but it was okay. Uh, I gave it a B-minus. Next track from the Tyler the Creator album, uh, Masa, cover this thoroughly, give it a B+. Uh, probably, this was in contention, of best track of the week, but I'm really digging the grimy track here and all the candidness that is in Tyler's storytelling. Next track, uh, Sweet, I Thought You Wanted to Dance featuring Brent Fies and Van Huis uh, by Tyler the Creator. Uh, this is, uh, this track was a trek. I did cover it, but I didn't cover it all that thoroughly on the, tr- album review i was liking it a lot at first but the more and more i listened to this album it just wore off on me a little bit Uh, i love the fuzzy synth lead that introduces this the bouncy and buzzy synth bass that's thrown on and the smooth vocals provided by brent they're quite catchy Uh, great drum track on here love the running synth lines that embellish the track all throughout and the old school r&b flair on here uh, and also the lovely, light, scratchy guitar textures that are thrown in. But I will say that at some point, there's some vocal lines that are traded by Brent and Tyler or someone else. Uh, that can be a bit cheesy, but it's okay. Uh, but I will say, af- when we get to like this, the second part of the track, uh, I- I'm, I'm, or even right before that, it- it's quite obvious that this is a long track. It, it grew a bit stale especially, like I said, after multiple listens, and then when we get to that transition to the reggae sounding like a UB40 track, I was kind of wondering why this track is going in this direction. Um, but I do like that female vocal feature. I believe that's probably who a fan of Guise is. It should give me a lot of uh, similarity to like a vocal performance of like 2000s R&B or something like that. And at that point, there's some Questionable vocals from Tyler that are a bit shaky. Uh, the snaps towards the end are a bit abrasive and the percussion, it's an interesting track. I love the front half, but after a while it's just, yeah, it was growing stale, I give it a B minus. After that, we got Sir Baudelaire featuring DJ Drama. This is the opening track, I covered it thoroughly, I give it a B. Uh, I will say this track kind of had me wondering why all the DJ banter was thrown on this album, so that was kind of a theme that I was covering. Uh, I Don't Do Drugs, featuring Ariana Grande uh, by Doja Cat 57. Uh, I thought this was a good track. Um, I, I love the lined up vocals with Doja and Ariana, they're they're so fluffy and light. The accompanying keyboard textures are pretty and complement the track, love the synthy melodies that color the track as it develops. The hookiness of the chorus is great as well, uh, the more and more it hits. I thought it was a solid pop track. It kind of reminded me of that one track she uh, Ariana was on, uh, featured on uh, with the uh, latest Debbie Lovato album. I, I really liked that track as well. Um, yeah, B-plus on that one. Next one is Corso. Uh, th- covered it thoroughly on Tyler's album. B-plus on here. Uh, really digging the spacey beat that sounds like Danny Brown uh after that we got red light green light by the baby at 51 uh this is just kind of i don't know at this point i'm just really wondering uh what is really making the baby stand out other than him being like the go-to feature artist on most people's track at this point uh but this track's interesting there's a recorder flute thing guiding the track that can be a bit played out and cheap past a certain point it's a pretty skeletal instrumental as well but i will give kudos that he's able to carry the track for most of its runtime without much else happening uh it's just a standard of baby track at this point it's really not really progressing or nothing new is really happening so i give it a c plus hot wind blows featuring a little Wayne. it came after this uh i give it a b i covered it thoroughly on the album review uh, another track that's a bit short, I wanted a little bit more Tyler and uh, more development overall. After that we got Lemonhead featuring 42 Doug by Tyler the Creator. I love the big uh, big presence the horns have on this track when they come in. The track has more of this typical murky nature that Tyler is usually on or usually has on his music. Uh, but he just sounds a tad bit different. The hook actually hits quite nicely when it comes in as well. Wasn't expecting for 42 Doug to be integrated so organically into this, but the track is a bit short. Uh, it goes into a jingly direction with some commentary by Tyler at some point. It's a bit of a head scratcher. I just kind of wish the track was just sticking to what it was doing on the front half, so I give it a B. After that, we have AM uh, by Dio Garcia, J Balvin, and Bad Bunny at 41. Uh, this is a remix, um, I think the original is just by Neil Garcia, but, uh, J Balvin and Bad Bunny do quite a nice job featuring on here. It sounds like this was the original cut. Not sure how the track, uh, even worked without Bad Bunny, honestly, because it sounds like it's a Bad Bunny song. The hook that this track is structured around can draw you in a bit unexpectedly. Uh, I like the vocals that Garcia and J Balvin are throwing on this track. Even Bad Bunny sounds quite nice when he starts doing his, uh, kind of his vocal stuff. Uh, it's not bad. I liked it more than I thought. And the thing about this track is it doesn't seem like it's trying too hard. Everything just sounds a bit smooth and natural. So, uh yeah, give it a B. After that, we got Juggernaut featuring Lil Uzi Vert and Pharrell Williams off of uh latest Tyler album. Kind of sounds like a Brock Hampton track, like from Saturation 1, especially in the instrumental, uh, especially with the unorthodox delivery from Tyler. But I will say Lil Uzi fits in a bit better on this track. Biggest takeaway from this is that it's just a... Surprising performance by Pharrell kind of forgot how much uh, rap chops he has um, Just because he doesn't really release that much music anymore, but it's a pretty quick track Um, I maybe would have liked more Tyler on this, but it's interesting after that We have Ain't Shit by Doja Cat right here. I'm digging the sparkly electronic elements that are uh, on this track Doja's voice has quite a bit of grit to it uh, When she goes into her rapping nice falsetto vocal performance on the chorus here uh, but it's not as hooky or captivating as I would have hoped. It was just kind of run of the mill. I give it a B. Uh, What's your name? Featuring Young Boy Never Broke Again and Ty Dolla Sign. Another track off the Tyler album. Uh, more more of an R and B centric track. It definitely has like a '90s flavor to it, especially with the high pitched synths embellishing the track and the mid tempo flair. Uh it's a bit interesting because we have Youngboy Never Broke Again. He's uh you know a pretty standard trap rapper, but he fits in quite well, more than I would have figured. Uh another track that's just a little bit short, uh so give it a B minus. Uh You're right, uh by Doja Cat in the Weekend at eleven. Probably one of the more straightforward pop songs on this project, the uh, promiscuousness of the track does quite Work does work quite well. The instrumental features airy synths floating on the track that provide a nice background for like the lyrical content and creating this sultry nature. Uh, weekend fits in quite well, but it's not my favorite performance from him. I give this track a B, and yeah, we're kind of just at that point where uh, I get best and worst track of the week. Uh, best track of the week, honestly, I probably could have given it to a couple other tracks off the Tyler album or maybe even that Ariana Grande song. Um, that was on that Doja Cat album, but I I will say the Wilshire is best track of the week. Uh, I was really digging, uh, this track overall on the album. I think it is my favorite track from the, uh, call me if you get lost album. And, uh, really just because of how consistent and, uh, captivating the track is its whole entire runtime, uh, for, it really just being a pretty simple track with Tyler kind of just narrating the situation and, you know, kind of doing a good job. It's almost like a short story. You, you leave feeling like you know him more after the track's done. Uh, and then also, you know, instrumentally, it's not bad. I like the spaced out uh I like the spaced out nature of the track with like these psyche guitar chords structuring everything. It's a really colorful track. The clear and crisp drum track helps bring energy and anticipation on this track all throughout. And you know, the track is, the, the track is mainly about this uh, crush he has on his friend that's uh, already in relationship. The track calls out like the fakeness he sees and how uh, his friend tries to hide the connection they have. It's quite descriptive and entertaining here about this situation. And the whole entire time I'm speculating who it might be about or if it's even real. But either way, it's believable. Uh, the track is pretty straightforward. And, it, you know, like I said, it's captivating for getting to Ed. And Tyler is really just uh, flexing his rap chops on here and uh, kind of making him, you know, and kind of like just demonstrating what he brings to the rap game and what he's able to do and what makes him, you know, special, a special artist. And I think this track is uh, kind of just a... A good representation of that so I give this best track of the week and I will say even though this is worst track of the week uh I feel like this track is going to be massive or it's just going to grow on people uh the artist is Ed Sheeran it's called Bad Habits and it, it's not that this track is terrible I think this track is just kind of presented in a minimal fashion and there was some potential to it it's quite dancey um and uh I I will say it doesn't really sound like Ed Sheeran Uh, His voice just sounds a bit thinner and less impactful, like it lost a bit of strength. I don't know if that's maybe just uh, a studio thing. Maybe it was manipulated a bit, or maybe, I don't know, maybe he's losing... Some of that rawness he had in his voice, now that he's a bit older. I can maybe hear the grand idea behind this track, too. But it gets buried behind the loopy and repetitive instrumental that the track is built around. The track could have been developed in different directions. Like, for instance, there's a brief guitar section that we get in the bridge. But the track settles for being just a poppy jam, like, for 90% of its runtime. Also, the track really leans on stylistically on, like... Dancy pop of the 2000s like a like a slight runway show music vibe going on here uh you know at fashion week or just like a i don't know a victoria's secret event uh but anyways yeah worst track of the week goes there mainly because uh, i guess i was just a bit disappointed it wasn't an awful track but yeah i think uh, at this point ed sheeran might be just kind of maybe just seeing what sticks i don't know but yeah, uh, that's pretty much the length of this episode. Like I said, uh, thanks for sticking around. Uh, it's, it's a long, longer one because we got a mini album bomb within an album bomb. Yeah, but if you're really wanting a, a big, uh, concise review and about my general thoughts on that Teller album, do check out that previous episode where I reviewed it. But nonetheless, thanks for joining me today. I'll see you guys next week. Uh, like and subscribe on YouTube if you're there. Leave a comment, good or bad. Also, subscribe on your preferred listening service. But anyways, I'll see you later. After that, we have Ain't Shit by Doja Cat. Right here, I'm digging the sparkly electronic elements that are uh, on this track. Doja's voice has quite a bit of grit to it uh, when she goes into her rapping as well. Nice falsetto vocal performance on the chorus here. Uh, But it's not as hooky or captivating as I would have hoped. It was just kind of -of run-of-the-mill. I give it a B. Uh, what's your name featuring Young Boy Never Broke Again and Ty Dolla Sign? Another track off the Tyler album. Uh, more, more of an R&B centric track. It definitely has like a 90s flavor to it, especially with the high pitched synths embellishing the track and the mid tempo flair. Uh, it's a bit interesting because we have Young Boy Never Broke Again. He's, uh, you know, a pretty standard trap rapper, but he fits in quite well, more than I would have figured. Uh, another track that's just a little bit short. Uh, so I give it a B minus. Uh, you are right, uh, by Doja Cat in The Weekend at 11. Probably one of the more straightforward pop songs on this project. The uh, promiscuousness of the track does quite work, does work quite well. The instrumental features airy synths floating on the track that provide a nice background for like the lyrical content and creating this sultry nature. Uh, Weekend fits in quite well, but it's not my favorite performance from him. I give this track a B. And yeah, we're kind of just at that point where uh, I like Best and Worst Track of the Week. Uh, best Track of the Week, honestly, I probably could have given it to a couple other tracks off the Tyler album or maybe even that Ariana Grande song um, that was on that Doja Cat album. But I, I will say the Wilshire is Best Track of the Week. Uh, I was really digging uh, this track overall on the album. I think it is my favorite track from the... Uh, Call me if you get lost album. And uh, really, just because of how consistent and uh, captivating the track is, its whole entire runtime, uh, for it really just being a pretty simple track with Tyler kind of just narrating the situation and, you know, kind of doing a good job. It's almost like a short story. You leave feeling like you know him more after the track's done. Uh, and then also, you know, instrumentally, it's not bad. I like the spaced out. Uh, I like the spaced out nature of the track with like these psyche guitar chords structuring everything. It's a really colorful track. The clear and crisp drum track helps bring energy and, and anticipation on this track all throughout. And you know, the track is the the track is mainly about this uh, crush he has on his friend. That's uh, already in relationship. The track calls out like the fakeness he sees and how uh, his friend tries to hide the connection they have. It, it's quite descriptive and entertaining here about this situation. And the whole time I'm also speculating, speculating about is this real? Who's who will it? and the whole entire time I'm speculating who it might be about or if it's even real, but either way, it's believable. Uh, the track is pretty straightforward, and, it, you know, like I said, it's captivating from getting to end. and Tyler is really just uh, flexing his rap chops on here and uh, kind of making him, you know, and kind of, like, just demonstrating what he brings to the rap game and what he's able to do and what makes him, you know, special, a special artist, and I think this track is uh, kind of just a... A good representation of that. So I give this Best Track of the Week. And now it's that time of the show. Where I give Best and Worst Track of the Week. We always start on Worst Track of the Week. uh, So that we leave on a positive note. And I will say. Even though this is Worst Track of the Week. uh, I feel like this track is going to be massive. Or it's just going to grow on people. Uh, The artist is Ed Sheeran. It's called Bad Habits. And it's not that this track is terrible. It just kind of leaves out a. I think this track is just kind of presented in a minimal fashion, and there was some potential to it. It's quite dancey, um, and uh, I, I will say it doesn't really sound like Ed Sheeran. Uh, it, his voice just sounds a bit thinner and less impactful, like it lost a bit of strength. I don't know if that's maybe just uh, a studio thing. Maybe it was manipulated a bit, or maybe, I don't know, maybe he's losing... Some of that rawness he had in his voice now that he's a bit older. I can maybe hear the grand idea behind this track too, but it gets buried behind the loopy and repetitive instrumental that the track is built around. The track could have been developed in different directions. Like, for instance, there's a brief guitar section that we get in the bridge, but the track settles for being just a poppy jam, like for 90% of its runtime. Also, the song, uh, also the song kind of really heavily leans on like some, uh, some also, the track really leans on stylis- stylistically on like dancey pop of the 2000s, like a, like a slight runway show music vibe going on here, uh, you know, at Fashion Week or just like a, I don't know, a Victoria's Secret event. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Worst Track of the Week goes there, mainly because I guess I was just a bit disappointed. It wasn't an awful track, but yeah, I think uh, at this point Ed Sheeran might be just kind of maybe just seeing what sticks. I don't know. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much the length of this episode. Like I said, uh, thanks for sticking around. Uh, it's, it's a long, longer one because we got a mini album bomb within an album bomb. Yeah, but if you're really wanting a, a big, uh, concise review and about my general thoughts on that Tyler album, do check out that previous episode where I reviewed it. But nonetheless, thanks for joining me today. I'll see you guys next week. Uh, like and subscribe on YouTube if you're there. Leave a comment, good or bad. Also, subscribe on your preferred listening service. But anyways, I'll see you later.